Today is Friday, April the 22nd, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, I break down this weekend series as South kind of travels to the Plains to take on the 19th-ranked Auburn Tigers, looking for their first road SEC series victory on this season. Guys, I'll break down the series in its entirety. First things first, of course, we'll talk the Tigers. They're pitching, they're hitting. Also, of course, talk South Ghana. Their starting rotation for the weekend, what to watch for, key player for the weekend, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Guys, we've got a packed show for you here on this Friday, and of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet, and everything you need to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs. Guys, all your favorite collections from B Beamer Ball, Clem Sucks, Beamer Rattler 2022, QB1, and much, much more there as well. So again, guys, be sure to check us out and stay tuned to our latest drops as well. That's over at TSUS.store, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. makes diamonds put up or shut up and when it comes to the sec baseball season we have reached that point where the men separate themselves from the boys and the contenders separate themselves from the pretenders folks happy friday tgif hope you're all doing well i'm chris phillips your host of the spurs up show as always and we have got a packed show for you here on this friday as we're talking yard cocks game cocks hit the road beginning tonight a three-game series on the plains against the auburn tigers in what feels like a pivotal series for the scope of this season as south gonna sits six and nine in sec play and is fighting for their postseason 
lives. Again, guys, I hope this show does find you well. I want to say this first things first. Thank you all so much for yet another successful week. All of your support, all your love from the merchandise, the content, the Daily Crow, the podcast, everything, guys. Your love and support, it does not go unnoticed. And I tell you guys this many times, but I mean it sincerely. Without you all, TSUS would not be what it is and what it is becoming. So, again, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the continued love and support. And very, very excited to chat with you all here on this Friday. Nothing really new to update you with in regards to housekeeping items. Next week is going to be a little bit crazy because yours truly is going to be out of town Wednesday through Sunday of next weekend. My sister's fiance, I'm actually going on the bachelor trip with them. So again, content will continue to flow, but there will be no daily crow. And I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do. Might just do two podcasts next week. So again, guys, we will cross that bridge when we get to it, but just stay tuned. There are going to be some scheduling changes, if you will, for next week. But again, we'll worry about next week when we get there right now we are worried about this weekend as again south kind of takes on the 19th ranked auburn tigers let's dive into it of course tonight at seven o'clock tomorrow at three and then sunday at two o'clock all those times eastern standard time and of course all three games are on sec network plus so again you can stream all three of those ball games this weekend of course auburn out of the west their head coach is butch thompson i tell you what i think he's done a really really good job with this auburn baseball program because you think of auburn you don't really think of a traditional baseball powerhouse, and especially it's so, so tough in the SEC West, guys. And you got teams like Arkansas and LSU and, and, and Ole Miss, and every single year the SEC West is an absolute gauntlet. And, of course, you've seen it, guys. The SEC is just beating up on each other right now. But Auburn sits 26-12 and 12 and 8-7 and seven overall in conference play. And, again, guys, we looked at this series in the preseason – and you looked at each of the series as wins, toss-ups, or losses. And we felt like, you know what, this is one you felt pretty comfortable about. Auburn was not picked very high in the preseason. But sure enough, they have found a way to navigate to a 26-12 and 12 record and again, an 8-7 conference record. So, again, South Carolina will be going on the road looking to bring Auburn down a notch or two and beat their second consecutive SEC West Opponent. When you look at the pitching and the hitting and just how they've got to this point, they've really rode some hot sticks. But let's first start with the pitching, a 4.18 team ERA. But when you look in SEC play, a 6.33 ERA right up there with the Gamecocks who filled a 6.54. So again, they have struggled on the bump, and that is the big question when it comes to to Auburn. You look at their starting rotation, they will feature a lefty tonight, Hayden Mullins, who's 2-1 and one with a 3.58 ERA. Tomorrow, they'll field right handed pitcher Trace Bright, 2-4 and four with a 4.17 ERA. And then on Sunday, right handed pitcher Joseph Gonzalez, who is 5-0 oh with a 2.01 ERA. But again, this team, the bread and butter, it is the hitting, guys. Hitting 295 as a team, which is one of the top marks in the SEC. And they are hitting 282 in SEC play. That is a damn good mark when it comes to conference play. When you think of all the pitchers you face in this conference and you look at the guys they feature, some of these numbers just jump off the page at you, starting with Blake Rambush hitting 371, two home runs, 28 RBI guys. He's got speed, 10 for 15 in stolen bases this season. Listen to this, though. Sonny Deshara, I believe that's how you say his last name. He is hitting 434. 434, and we're talking about a guy that's also hitting almost 400 in conference play, but having a dream season, 434, 11 home runs, 
and 36 RBI. Certainly, guys, one of the top guys in the conference and somebody who's probably going to be up there for SEC Player of the Year. You then look at Kaysen Howell finally hitting 329, two home runs, 26 RBI, and he is seven for eight in stolen bases on the base pass. But again, guys, they can beat you in a multitude of ways, and they've got some dudes that really jump off the page at you. Like I said, when you're hitting 295 as a team, you can really, really swing it. So again, it's going to be up to those Gamecocks arms to combat a really dangerous Auburn lineup. Guys, let's talk South kind of their starting rotation because there is updates. There are updates, excuse me, in regards to the starting rotation, what that's going to look like. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about our latest partner and our latest sponsor. Of course, I'm talking Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. And guys, again, the proof is in the numbers. This team has helped over 250 families last year. They work with both buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high-quality pictures and video. And last year alone, guys, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, guys, we're in a seller's market right now, but Marissa is able to get buyers under contract and in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that, that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure that you make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give Marissa a call today, 803-406-1800. That's 803-406-1800. Or, and go like her on Facebook at her Facebook page, at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook. Again, guys, if you're looking for the best real estate agent, the best real estate team in the local Columbia area, look no further than Marissa Kennedy Realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker. When you check them out, be sure to tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show Sentient. Now, guys, the big news yesterday, Mark Kingston confirming that Julian Bosnick will indeed miss the rest of the 2022 season with an elbow injury. And again, this is something, guys, I was not surprised at at all. Um, it got to a point where it's like if he hasn't pitched at this point, then I just don't see any way that he's going to be healthy enough at any point to contribute. So with that being said, of course, Aiden Hunter did pitch on Tuesday for an extended outing. Right-handed pitcher Brett Thomas will get the start tonight. His first SEC start, I believe, um, and certainly his first start in a game one in SEC play. But Brett Thomas will get the baseball. He's only thrown six and two-thirds innings all year long. Of course, he was bouncing back from injury earlier in the year, but again, 6.2 innings pitched, 6.75 ERA, five walks, nine strikeouts. So he will get the baseball and look to get South kind of off to a good start in this series tonight. Of course, then it's status quo from there. Right in the pitcher, Noah Hall tomorrow, and then right in the pitcher, Will Sanders on Sunday. Now, with that being said, guys, this new rotation does take over, and while I don't agree with it, it is the strategy that South Carolina is going with. Um, I personally will put Will Sanders in that game one role. I understand what Mark Kingston and company are doing. That doesn't mean that I agree with it. Uh, and, again, that's the first thing I'm looking for is just that new rotation and what does it mean? Because, again, Auburn has had their struggles on the bump. Um, they've had their struggle, struggles, obviously, a 6.33 SEC ERA. South kind of right behind them with a 6.54. I just – I understand the strategy. And I get it. And again, that's something else, guys, I'm looking for as you talk Matthew Becker. And when do we see Matthew Becker? I just feel like, listen, at some point, everyone has to pitch. All three of these guys have to pitch. Why are you basically conceding game one to somehow, some way, get ahead or, or give yourself a more favorable chance to win on Saturday or Sunday? I, I just don't really... Like, I get where they're coming from. I don't agree with it. And we'll just leave it with that because, again, like I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but it's what they're doing. And Thomas Hall, Sanders, the one, two, three, and that new rotation will look to get you off to a good start. And, again, the question is this, when do we see Matthew Becker? 
And how many times do we see Matthew Becker, right? You saw it last weekend. Um, obviously, he pitched twice in that second outing in the final game. It almost cost you, right? So how much do you want to use him? He only threw nine pitches on Tuesday, so Becker will be good to go this weekend. But, uh, I mean, he's sort of becoming that swing guy, that Swiss Army knife, that guy that you're going to use multiple times. Is he the game Gamecocks closure? What really is his role? I think Matthew Becker is just a guy – you just use him when you need him. I mean, bottom line, you just use him when you need him. I, I think you'll just see, you know, you'll see him if Salcon has a lead late in the ball game on Friday. Any of the ball games they have a lead late, I think you're going to see Matthew Becker come in. But uh, you know, it, listen, it's just really makeshift right now when it comes to your pitching staff, man. I mean, I know you have injuries and stuff like that, but you know, I, I still think the the best method of action would be to go Sanders Becker Hall. But, uh, you know, Mark Kingston has his own strategy, and we'll see. You know, it, listen, it worked last weekend, so we'll see if it works this weekend as well. But Brett Thomas getting the ball tonight, and we'll see if he can get the Gamecocks off to a good start. Guys, something else I'm looking for, and I talked about this after the, the game on Tuesday night against Wintham, and, of course, Gamecocks getting the W in that one, 5-2. But the emergence of your youngsters and these young stars, you look at guys like Talmadge Lecroy and Evan Stone and – you know, Thad Ector's played some, and of course, Matthew Becker's a freshman, Kate Austin's a freshman, but I'm really, really excited for what LeCroy and Stone bring to your lineup. Uh, what, what those guys bring into your lineup, I'm really excited for them. I want to see them continue to evolve and come on because maybe, just maybe, they can catch fire. Maybe just maybe they catch fire. They become some of your cornerstone pieces, one of your some of your big guys, if you will. And so again, I'm really just really excited to see those guys' games. I think they both play the game the right way with energy, with swag, with confidence, um, and are certainly dynamic pieces for you both in the field and swinging a stick. Speaking of the Carolina sticks, can the Gamecock sticks simply put, keep up? You're going to have to swing it to beat Auburn, man. Just, there's just no getting around it. You're going to have to swing it. Again, this is a team hitting 295 overall, 282 in the SEC. You're going to have to score runs to win. I just don't. I don't know that I really see a two to one victory in the cards this weekend. So again, your guys who you were depending on coming in this season that really haven't done a whole lot. I'm talking Andrew Eister. I'm talking, you know, Kevin Madden's gotten off to a slow start. I'm talking Colin Burgess. I'm talking Braylon Wimmer. These dudes need to step up. Basically, everybody outside of Brant Belk needs to swing the bat well, right? Needs to swing it better. You're just not getting enough out of these dudes, especially Andrew Eister. Andrew Eister has been a guy, and I don't want to harp on him too much. I like Ice a lot. He's a great dude, comes from a great family hard to call his season anything other than a massive disappointment we're talking about a guy that hit 300 sec play last year and you know it feels like he's barely hitting over 200 i mean just i i don't i don't remember the last time andrew eister got a big hit i mean it just feels like he's been ice cold all season long no pun intended but uh you know you need to get more out of those guys you need to get more out of your glue guys you need to get more out of your veterans speaking of swinging the sticks though and brant belk his hitting streak, what is it at? 23, 24 games, does that continue? Brant Belk has been red hot. What a season he's having. Hitting nearly 400 himself in SEC play. Can he keep that hitting streak going? And then finally, guys, what I'm looking forward to is South Carolina's road woes. And can they snap out of that again? We're talking about a team that is and 2-7. So you only played nine games. 2-7, and seven, though on the road this year. And your road series this year, you got swept at Tennessee. And then you lost two of three at Mizzou. So again, something is different. Something has changed. Something has changed when South kind of goes on the road and goes away from the friendly confines at Founders Park. Heck, we've even seen it in the midweek, right? When you lost at the Citadel, you struggled at Winthrop, you struggled in other road games. Can South kind of snap out of that funk? Because again, we know it's tough to win on the road. Obviously, it's very, very tough to get those road wins. But 
you're in you're in must win territory and guys I don't have to say that I'm not going to beat a dead horse but these last 15 games immensely immensely important I think South Carolina's probably got to go nine and six or better I think you've got to hit that 15 and 15 mark or better in conference play to even have a shot of making the postseason and you look at the rest of the schedule this feels like one you need to have so again you got to snap out of that funk do the road woes continue or can the Gamecocks get a big road series win this Weekend, guys, let's move to the key player of the weekend, the guy I'm looking at. And again, I mentioned the youngsters, right? And I talked about the lack of production from your veterans, guys like Eister, guys like Wimmer, et cetera. My key player of the weekend, I'm leaning on the youngsters. I'm going Evan Stone. You know, after his top 10 sports center catch of the night, and, uh, you know, again, just the way he plays the game with that speed, he certainly needs to come along and improve as a hitter. But I think he's someone that can be a spark plug. And, again, I'm looking to these young guys because your veterans at this point – they're not holding up there into the bargain. You're going to need these young guys. You're going to need to get more and more and more production out of them. So, again, I think Evan Stone is a guy, plays the game the right way, loves being a Gamecock. I love watching his game personally. I'm somebody I'm really excited about for his future at South Carolina. But Evan Stone, for me, I think he can serve as sort of a, an, an energizer bunny type effect. I think he can serve as sort of a spark plug for you on the planes. And, again, so that's why Evan Stone, for me, is the key player of the weekend. And that leads me, guys, into my prediction. Leads me into my prediction as South Carolina travels to Auburn to take on the 19th-ranked Auburn Tigers, which is not something. If you would have told me Auburn would be ranked at the time that we are playing them, I would have told you you were probably crazy. But that is the case. Auburn has had a really, really good season. Like I said, 8-7 and seven in the SEC, and it's wild. Outside of Arkansas and Tennessee, this is a league that is just flat-out beaten up on each other. I mean, you look at the records right now, guys. You look at the amount of teams that were ranked in the preseason – that aren't ranked. I mean, you look at Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, and Florida. We're talking about three teams and Mississippi State. We're talking about four teams that were ranked in a preseason top 10 that are not even in the top 25 right now. So the parity in this league, the parity in this conference, there's so many good players and there's so many good teams. Again, this is where the men separate themselves from the boys. You got 15 opportunities left. You got five series left to prove your worth. And South Carolina has been abysmal on the road, absolutely. Granted, one of your series was at Tennessee, who I would probably argue is the best team in the conference. But either way, you have been a different team, for whatever reason, away from Founders Park. And even with my disagreement with the strategy by Mark Kingston, I do believe that Noah Hall, he's pitched fantastic in SEC play, of course, our TSUS midseason MVP, and Will Sanders. Both those guys are going to give you a chance to win on Saturday and Sunday. Brett Thomas, what do you get out of him? I have a feeling it might be sort of a Johnny Holstaff type of night. But either way, we all want to talk about pitching this season. The pitching, the pitching, the injuries. Oh, my God, lighten up the injuries and the pitching step. And it's been a problem. The bullpen has been a nightmare. But, guys, the problem with this team is you still can't hit. You still can't hit. Bottom line, you still cannot hit. Um, and you're going to have to do so to beat Auburn. You, you just are. I mean, a team, again, hitting 295 overall, 282 in the SEC. Auburn's going to swing it. As good as your guys have thrown, as good as Hall and Sanders have thrown, as good as Becker's been for you at times, you're going to have to swing it, man. And I just think at the end of the day, I don't trust the Gamecocks' bats to keep up with the Auburn offensive attack, especially on the road. So again, with that being said, guys, taking all that into account, I do have the Auburn Tigers taking two of three 
from South Carolina again, guys, I don't think this is going to be something where we're going to, we're, we're going to, you know, have a terrible weekend and get swept and it's going to be so painfully obvious. Okay. The season's over. We need to make a change. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you guys know with the Gamecocks, nothing's easy. Nothing's that simple. We're going to die a slow and painful death as we go through these last five SEC weekends. I think South Carolina will be right in the mix. I think this will be a very competitive series, but I do think on the Plains, I think the Auburn Tigers, I think they take two of three from the Gamecocks. I think they find a way to get the job done at home, and I think South Carolina is left searching for themselves yet again on the road. I just do not trust the sticks to keep up with a red-hot Auburn attack. So, again, guys, that being said, lock me in. I've got Auburn taking two of three in this road series. So again, guys, would love to hear your thoughts, love to hear from you all, your comments. What do you think on Auburn? What do you think about the recent changes of the pitching staff, the rotation? What are you looking for, key player? Would love to hear from you. Guys, again, thank you all so much. We had another successful week. Another successful week is in the books. And again, really excited for the weekend, really excited for this series, and really excited to get things going next week as well and some of the things that we have in the works behind the scenes. But again, folks, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much for your continued love and support. Have a fantastic weekend. Go Cox, beat Auburn, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 